0: I'm Brett McGarry. This week on the couch potatoes, we've got Ant-Man, The Rock, and Denzel. Oh, my. I'm Jeff Braun. Yes, it is the July Movie Preview. Plus, we'll continue our chat from last episode that we didn't have time to finish on Westworld. First, let's talk some July movies.
1: And new this weekend from the Marvel Cinematic Universe sits Ant-Man and the
0: Wasp. So, how long have you been Ant-Man again? Not long and just sort of happened
1: i wish i could fight bad guys like you
0: and i seem to mess it up almost every time maybe you just need someone watching your back
1: like a partner This is the sequel to 2015's surprisingly successful Ant-Man which raked in 180 million dollars domestically and over half a billion worldwide. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man is a little known Marvel title but also a lot of fun as it turns out. Paul Rudd plays Ant-Man who is absent from this spring's Avengers Infinity War, said to be under house arrest following the events of Captain America Civil War in 2016. Now he's back, and he's brought the whole gang, which includes the hilarious Michael Pena and the put-upon Michael Douglas.
0: Dr. Penn, I actually heard what happened to you. You opened up the quantum realm. That's when his crazy creepy ghost who, like, walks through walls and stuff. Stole your tech. And now she wants to take over the world or whatever. Who would have believed that in your hour of need, you would turn to us? Not me. Because I mean, we robbed you. Do you remember? That's us.
1: So the bad guy is this lady who can phase through solid objects, and Ant-Man can't get her alone, so he teams up with Evangeline Lilly, a.k.a. Kate from Lost, who you may remember played Douglas's daughter and can also kick butt.
0: The only chance you've is it. both a deal. Ant-Man and the Wasp teaming up. Follow my lead. She seems more intense.
1: It does take two. Ant-Man and the Wasp looks like a ton of fun, which will be a nice break from all the seriousness of the Avengers. Cast also includes Walton Goggins from The Shield and Justified, Judy Greer, Bobby Cannavale, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Lawrence Fishburne.
0: It was partners with hank on a project called goliath how big did you get my record 21 feet you 65 feet 65. if you two are finished comparing sizes 65. also new this week
1: announcing the commencement of the first purge
0: The First Purge, it actually opened on July the 4th. It is the prequel to the three Purge movies that debuted in 2013, 2014, and 2016. That would be The Purge, The Purge Anarchy, and The Purge Election Year. Tonight allows people a release for all the hatred and violence that they keep up inside them.
1: This won't bring him back. It won't make you feel any better. Thank you. It is a night that is defining our country.
0: Citizens, this will be a tradition we celebrate every year. Join the first purge. Those movies tell the story of an America that has an annual tradition where for one night, anything goes, and this movie tells us how it began
1: say
0: bye. Go do your thing sis. Always. I'll see you tonight.
1: People are now calling this controversial experiment of legalized crime the purge. Do not
0: purge! Do not purge! You and Isaiah just stay with me doing the purge. We're gonna be fine on our own. We are here with Dr. May Updale. She came up with this experiment. Is the purge a political device? It is a psychological one. If we want to save our country we must release all our anger in one night.
1: Tonight we'll see the good and evil in everyone.
0: Marissa Tomei was the psychologist, by the way. Nice score on the casting. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the first purge. Our neighborhood is under siege from a government who doesn't give a shit about any of us.
1: At the siren, all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 hours. There's a lot of good people out there who we're going to have to protect.
0: All emergency services will be suspended. we got to be prepared for anything. Your government thanks you for your participation. It was meant to be an experiment, but it appears there might be something sinister afoot. They all ex-military. Something funky going down, D. You're sending soldiers into the island disguised as citizens. This country needs for this to work. No one's coming to help us.
1: After tonight, nothing will ever be the same again.
0: I really like the idea of The Purge, but these movies never really quite live up to their potential to be great films. But, at the very least, they're always exciting, and this one looks to keep that tradition alive. They forgot about one thing. They forgot about us. What have I done? Run! Stay strong, right? Huh? I'm coming. Just remember all the good the Purge does. Looking ahead to July 13th, now it's time for The Rock to look up. Look way up in Skyscraper. You ever miss it? I haven't touched a gun in 10 years. After what happened that night.
1: FBI, show me your hands!
0: I just put my sword down, you know. Without that bad luck.
1: You're gonna be okay.
0: I never would've met Sarah. That would have my kids. Daddy loves who? Me. Daddy loves who?
1: Me. Me. Olivia. You better.
0: Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the star, and as you heard in that first clip, he's a former soldier who's retired minus a leg bomb went off, almost killed him, blew off his leg. Now he assesses security for skyscrapers, and he's at the tallest building in the world, which in this movie is in China. Mr. Sawyer. You are the very first family we have had in the residential section of the Pearl. After your security assessment, what do you think of the building? The Pearl is the most advanced super tall structure in the world. It's a breathtaking achievement. But? No one really knows what would happen if things go wrong. So naturally something does go wrong when bad guys take the building. Let it burn. The ninety-sixth floor is on fire. Sarah, listen to me. The fire is not gonna stop. Keep going up, don't
1: stop, don't look back. Get back! Whoa, 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 you don't understand. My family's
0: in there. Hunt around! Dude, don't you know? You can't stop, CAN'T STOP THE ROCK! Not even an artificial leg is gonna stop the rock. How did you get in the building? Jumped off a super crane. What? So the rock with an artificial leg jumps off a super crane and into this super tall skyscraper, which is partly on fire to save his family, two daughters, and wife Nev Campbell.
1: Just the man I was looking for. This building is protecting something that I want.
0: You're going to get it for me. Anything can be done with the proper motivation. No! been a busy year so far for the rock having starred in rampage in april season four of his hbo show ballers begins in august and on july 13th skyscraper sure. the
1: rock says this is that tonight he was gonna do one thing and that is lay the smackdown on your rudy Pooh.
0: If you smell what the rock is cooking. Up next, we're going to Transylvania. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes.
1: Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're doing the July movie preview. And on Friday the 13th, fittingly, a Dracula movie. It's Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. What can I help you with,
0: Lord of Darkness? I'm looking for a date. The date is Friday, July 13th. No, no. I want to meet someone. Understood. You want to eat dim sum. Don't you get it? I want to go on a date! I'm... lonely. I understand. You want baloney. Uh.
1: Adam Sandler plays Dracula once again, who's feeling lonely, and as his daughter points out, needs to get away for a while. Uh,
0: Too many eyes. Too few eyes. Not into tentacles.
1: Dad? No! Maybe! You're stressed out from working too hard. You need a vacation from running everyone else's vacation and I know just how to fix it.
0: Mavis, where are we going? A cruise? Ooh. Surprise! Oh, no, 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 Dad. no, Dad! Yes, the
1: Draculas are going on a cruise. So uh, Maybe you'll find your own fireworks
0: on the cruise. It's not the love boat, Frank. Ahoy there! I, I am Captain, Captain Erica. Erica. You must be the one and only Dracula. There's something about an accent that makes a man sound so intelligent.
1: Seriously, I can't even think Dracula listening to this. It's just Adam Sandler. Anyways, he falls in love with Captain Erica, but she may not be what she appears to be.
0: It's all going according to plan. There is something about that woman I don't trust. Food here is to die for. Mm -hmm. Must have been garlic in the guacamole. Isn't that deadly for you? Mm.
1: (laughs) Was that you? Killer voice cast in this one, aside from Sandler, Andy Samberg, David Spade, Selena Gomez, Catherine Hahn, Steve Buscemi, Mel
0: Brooks, Fran Drescher, and on and on and on. I wish that... Dracula, played by Adam Sandler, would meet the man in this next film as we look to July 20th. Denzel Washington is back in The Equalizer 2. First time to Turkey? No, no, no. Long time ago. Different life. Now you come back. Yes, I'm looking for something. You can find whatever you wish in Turkey. How about a man who kidnapped a little girl from her American mother would not be looking for
1: such a man. It would be dangerous for you. Men like him would think that.
0: That last part of the clip was the sound of Denzel laying waste to everyone in the room in a very short amount of time. That's, I guess, what an equalizer does. Just like The Rock, he lays the smack down on a bunch of Rudy Poos. Hey, how you doing? I'm the driver you called to take home your girlfriend. <laughs> the uh, credit card was invalid. Come in. You're not going to ask me if she got home okay?
1: I'm going to need your cameras, cell phones, anything you might have used to record what you did to her tonight.
0: Knocked on the wrong door tonight, Pops. The first Equalizer film in 2014 from director Antoine Fuqua grossed over $192 million worldwide, and it was based on a TV show from the 80s starring Edward Woodward. No jokes! Don't you dare joke about that with me! Hey, don't mess with Edward Woodward. He was the head of the Neighborhood Watch and Hot Fuzz. Washington played Robert McCall, a former Black Ops commando who faked his own death to live a quiet life in Boston, came out of retirement to rescue a teenage girl from a life of prostitution with Russian gangsters, and served vengeance and justice to all of them. As the official tag goes, if someone has a problem, the odds are stacked against them, and they have nowhere else to turn, McCall will help. He is the equalizer in the sequel some bad people killed an old colleague of his an old friend of his now he is mad
1: whoever we're looking for i a high level assassin they're cleaning up nobody's safe
0: you have no idea what you just started you shouldn't have gone to war with us, McCall. You got it back with You're going to war with me. Antoine Fuqua is back as the director. Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones and Narcos is his star, along with Melissa Leo and Bill Pullman. Again, Equalizer 2, July 20th. They killed my friend. So I'm
1: gonna kill each and every one of them. And the only disappointment is that I only get to do it once. We all gotta pay for our sins. It's not the only sequel that weekend on July 20th. Here we go again. I have a dream, a song to sing. (laughs) Uh I'm so glad you're here. I'm pregnant, but I don't know how to do this by myself. Your mother is the bravest person we ever met. Look at my baby. Let me tell you how she did it all on her own. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again is the sequel, obviously, to Mamma Mia, which was based on the musical, which was based on a bunch of ABBA songs. That came out 10 years ago, the movie. It was a big hit, grossing over $600 million globally when all is said and done. Amanda Seyfried is back. How she has had a 10-year career already kind of astounds me. She still seems like she's a kid, but... She ain't a kid no more, in back in this movie, she's about to have her own kid. She's freaking out about it until she hears the story of when her mom was pregnant with her, which means flashbacks.
0: I think we should stay here together.
1: Oh, I wish I could stay here too.
0: Turns out he's engaged. I hate it when they do that.
1: Lily James, aka Lady Rose from Downton Abbey, plays Saford's mom in the past. Of course in the present, she's played by Meryl Streep. All the other regulars returned, including Christine Baranski, Julie Walters, Pierce Brosnan, Stellan Skarsgård, and Colin Firth. Just one look, and I can hear I've never felt closer to my mom. She wasn't scared because she had me. I go again. My how can I resist? We can't tell anybody else about the baby, okay? I just told Bill. Yeah, and I told Harry. I told many, many people. It looks fun. I really like the first one. I may have been the only person who enjoyed listening to Pierce Brosnan sing. This one also features Cher. We'll hear from her in a clip in a moment. She plays Seyfried's grandma, which means she plays Meryl Streep's mom. And I'm not about to do the math on that. Who knows? Maybe Cher turned back time somehow. Whoa, whoa. Mia. Here I
0: go again.
1: Let's get the party started. Grandma, you weren't invited.
0: That's the best kind of party, little girl. I should not have let you go. Up next, the July movie preview takes the couch potatoes to the dark web. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Brady's Jeff. We are The Couch Potatoes. Doing our July movie preview, we are now on to July 20th. One more on that date to tell you about. It's called Unfriended Dark Web.
1: Yo! Hey, buddy!
0: This game night. Ow! Ow. Are you ready for this? I got a new laptop. Actually new. There's a cyber cafe that I've been working at, and this computer was sitting in the lost and found for the last three or four weeks.
1: Hang on. You stole someone's computer?
0: I didn't steal it. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. That's
0: messed up. And I found this folder. It was hidden. And it automatically connects you to this thing. Unfriended Dark Web is a standalone sequel to the 2014 movie Unfriended, which was about a group of young people having a video chat, and the footage is all from their webcams. Eventually, a dark spirit comes and kills them all. This new story is kind of the same, but kind of not. It starts by being about a group of young people having a video chat, and the footage is all from their webcams. Dude, this is dark Dark web. What's dark web? Part of the internet where no one can track you. It's all about drugs, illegal IDs, even assassination for hire. Hey Yeah, the dark net is mostly about the bad guys. And this computer's got videos on it, right? Check this out. Creepy. To summarize, one of the young people takes this laptop from the Lost and Found. It's got all sorts of creepy videos on it, including what you just heard, a woman trying to run in a warehouse, but she's chained up. I really think you should stop. Oh god. That was a video of a man opening the cap on one of those Breaking Bad-style plastic barrels to reveal a woman was trapped inside. That looked way too real. I think that is real. Guys, that's what they're trading. Trade what? All those videos. We have to
1: do something. and We have to do it now.
0: Who's that? Who's that? It's the owner of the computer, the bad guy from the dark web, and he wants the computer back. The first Unfriended had a modest Rotten Tomatoes score of 62%, putting a new spin on the found footage thing by doing the video chat. Not sure why we needed another one, but hey, if you're into scary stuff, Unfriended Dark Web looks fun. And moving on now to Mission
1: Impossible Fallout, it comes out on the 27th.
0: Your mission. should you choose to accept it. I wonder, did you ever choose not to? The end you always feared is coming. And the blood will be on your hands. The fallout of all your good intentions.
1: It is the sixth installment in the Mission Impossible franchise, and it is called Fallout.
0: You had a terrible choice to make in Berlin. One life over millions. And now the world is at risk. This is the CIA's mission.
1: If he had held on to the plutonium, we wouldn't be
0: having this conversation. His team would be dead.
1: Yes, they would. That's the job. That's Alec Baldwin back as a government guy and Angela Bassett is new as a government gal. Stay out of Ethan Hunt's way, you guys. He knows what he's doing. Or does he?
0: You don't understand what you're involved in. You need to walk away. Please don't make me go through you. I
1: won't even begin to try to explain any plot, if we even know of any to explain at this point. I love the intricate plotting though that does come with these movies. It's the sort of stuff though that is instantly forgettable once a movie
0: ends. How many times has Hunt's government betrayed him, disavowed him, cast him aside? How long before a man like that has had enough? That's
1: Henry Cavill as a bad guy I guess because he and crew spend a lot of the trailer punching each other. Old friends are back including Simon Pegg, Michelle Monaghan, Rebecca Ferguson, Sean Harris and Ving Rhames. Ethan, that's not who we are.
0: Maybe we need to reconsider that. Yes!
1: The trailers show a lot of cool stuff. Helicopter stunts, Tom Cruise on the edge of a cliff, and even what appears to be the shot where he broke his ankle and probably bruised a few ribs. Hopefully still a few surprises will be left when we go see the movie.
0: So, how is he? Oh, you
1: know. Same old Ethan. What the hell is he doing? I find it best not to look. Also on July 27th, Teen Titans go to the movies! Coming
0: this summer a movie about me the story of batman's greatest ally that's me that must be me and best friend in the whole world finally alfred the movie it's time to clean up this city
1: that actually does look pretty I good don't see it. Teen Titans Go! is a cartoon that's been on the Cartoon Network for five years and more than 200 episodes. I never heard of it until this week. Neither did I. It's about Robin and a bunch of other superhero sidekicks and lesser knowns. Starfire, Cyborg, Raven as Beast Boy as teenagers. Just a young gun with a quick few. They're
0: really making movies about every superhero. Has there been a movie about you? There
1: was a Green Lantern movie, but... We don't don't talk about that.
0: It's time they make
1: one about me. I'm afraid it's, no, I only make movies about real superheroes. The Hollywood director says no dies no movie for you Teen Titans, and then they get a lecture from Superman, who's voiced, funnily enough, by Nicolas Cage.
0: Titans, you guys are never actually
1: doing anything heroic.
0: What about that time we discovered that sweet diner, and they had that food? Oh, yeah.
1: That wasn't even a crime, and you didn't save anything. We save room for design! Hello, and then they run into Not Deadpool, voiced by Will Arnett. Deadpool? Deadpool? What? Why does everybody think I'm Deadpool? I thought Deadpool was a good guy.
0: By the way, he should be saying that he's not me. Okay, because I came out like way before he did. Nah, I'm pretty sure you're Deadpool. I am.
1: So he's slayed the bad guy. It's a little confusing because he's also Batman and Lego Batman. Anyways, it looks like it's actually a lot of fun. Might be worth going to the movies with the Teen Titans.
0: We're taking you down. How are you going to do it? What are you going to do? Are you going to fart on me? You want to have a dance-off? You're going to annoy me to death with your waffles? Hey, that concludes the July movie preview, but... On the subject of movies that are coming your way... Yeah, also in theaters all month long, it's Hank's Fest! You let
1: the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you! Now you start using your head!
0: That's that love! That's three feet above your ass! <laughs> are you crying? No. Are you crying? Oh. Are you crying? <laughs> There's no
1: crying! There's no crying in baseball! All month long, look for a few old Tom Hanks films playing at a theater near you as part of Hanks Fest. Four films, each getting a one-week run. The dates and movies are as follows. A League of Their Own is out this weekend. It'll run through the 12th, and that'll be followed up from the 13th to the 19th by Big. I, I still don't get it. What? What don't you get, Josh? Well, there's a million robots that turn into something. And this is a building that turns into a robot. So what's fun about playing with a building? That's not any fun. This is a skyscraper. Well, couldn't it be like a, a, a robot that turns into, into something, like a, like a bug or something? A bug? Yeah. Like a big prehistoric insect with maybe like giant claws that could pick up a car and, and crush it like that. <laughs> Hanks got his first of many Oscar nominations for Big. That, of course, is the classic body switcheroo film where he plays a kid in a man's body. Spawned a lot of terrible imitations. Then from July 20th to 26th, my favorite, and something that'll be a real treat on the big screen, it's Apollo 13. Uh, houston we got a pretty large bang there associated with a master alarm uh this is houston uh say again please houston we have a problem we are venting something out into space
0: look on TNC, these guys are talking about bangs and shimmies up there it doesn't sound like instrumentation to me we've been hit by a media we'd
1: be dead by now we never lost an american in space we're sure as hell not going to lose one on my watch failure is not an option Apollo 13 doesn't get enough credit in my view. And last but certainly not least, the one you would have laid money on for being part of this from July 27th to August 2nd, stupid is as stupid does.
0: Why are you so good to me?
1: You're my girl. Paramount Pictures presents... Tom Hanks. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Robin Wright. Will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jenny.
0: You would, Forrest.
1: But you won't marry me. Gary Sinise. I never
0: thanked you for saving my life. And Sally Field. My boy, Forrest, is gonna get the same opportunities as everyone else. A film by Robert
1: Zemeckis. What's my death Mom, You're gonna have to figure that out for yourself. Forest Gump, Hanks won his second Oscar in two years for that one. Of course, I watched it about a, two weeks ago, forgetting it was coming back to theaters this month. Hadn't seen it in like a decade. Still great, cried like five times. I like all these movies. It's a shame they're only doing four. Again, Hanks Fest, a Cineplex event, so check your local listings for showtimes throughout the month. And A League of Their Own should be playing now. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry?
0: No, no.
1: No, no. And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. No
0: crying. Up next, the Couch Potatoes will continue the chat about Westworld that we started last week, but didn't have time to finish. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes. We're going to talk some more about Westworld in a moment, but before we do that, Jeff, what's coming to home video this upcoming week? On Blu-ray and DVD, it's A Quiet Place, a horror
1: thriller with um, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. And on digital HD, there's actually nothing, and I think it might have something to do with July 4th.
0: Okay, well then. (laughs) So last week, we only had about two minutes left in uh, the show to talk about Westworld. Season 2 came to an end, I guess now on the calendar, it would be about a week and a half ago. I tried to binge this, I, yeah. like, I ended up watching season two in similar fashion to season one, which was a short amount of time. I was excited, remember being excited for season one, because you were super pumped about it, so... It's a great premise. <clears throat> yeah, and, uh, well, for those who are unfamiliar with Westworld, what is the premise?
1: Uh, it's, uh, I wrote it down here, it's a uh, drama centered around a theme park full of robots that look like humans, and it's an Old West theme, so it's like you go to an Old West town, but except all the cowboys are actually robots. Yeah, and it looks. Then they all. And at the end of season one, they. Uh, yeah, throughout the season, they start going a little nutty, and at the end of season one, the full-on violent uprising against the humans. Yeah, so, and it's based on a movie, right? It's based on a movie which was based on a Michael Crichton book, like Jurassic Park. Okay, so, right on. And a uh, Simpsons episode of Itchy and Scratchy line is based on the movie.
0: Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> Where nothing could possibly go wrong. Which was
1: the tagline for the movie that's right.
0: So I was excited for season one. For whatever reason, I didn't end up watching it week to week. It debuted in the fall of 2016. Eventually the season ended and I finally got around to binging it. So I'd watch an episode of Westworld season one. I'd read a recap online and then I'd watch another episode and then I'd read a recap online. I was hooked, man. I was so oh, and And uh, I promised myself that I would watch season two week to week, so I could actually take the time to absorb it like you did, where you could read the recaps and read the theories and get caught up in it. And then I did exactly the same thing as I did with (laughs) season one. Didn't watch it, waited until it was done to start watching it. L-O-L. Tried to binge it this week. I really did try. I don't know if it's just because it's summer now and I felt guilty watching so much television in such a short amount of time. Right. Or maybe it's just too heavy a show for summer. Like when I, season one ended in the winter of 2016. So I watched it over like two or three days in the dead of winter yeah, yeah. where I didn't want to go outside and it was dark out. Uh, I feel like this is a good show to watch when it's dark. So it was heavy, but I was hooked. Season two, just as intriguing, but I'm just not as into it. I, too heavy to binge. It just It's too heavy to binge right now. It's, I did get yeah. through seven episodes in three days. That, not my best binging an, effort. That's pretty impressive. I couldn't have done that.
1: Yeah. It is, it's long and slow. Some of the episodes are way too long for what? They had in them and you just don't care about the characters. At least I had trouble doing that because most of them are robots and it's just like, well, why would I get invested emotionally in a pile of wires no matter how good the acting is? Yeah. You know what I mean? Tandy Newton came closest to making you care about one of these robots, but that's it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's the one. It was another gripe I had with it is said it's just so gloomy. You know, that's- everyone is so sad or angry. Almost everyone in the show is a bad guy. There is one character, you mentioned Tandy Newton's Maeve. I still don't quite know seven episodes in what exactly her goal is, and I think that's also supposed to be part of the fun of Westworld. All the major characters are working towards something but we have no idea what exactly it is no. they're working towards and that's part of the Westworld thing. The big reveals in the first season were hugely successful and that's what they've, they've sprinkled a couple but of reveals so lost, far. lost
1: and I think what's happening now is that as it keeps going and going, they sure, it's like, oh, there's this mystery and then it reveals, well, it's actually this and it's like, well, yeah, it's that for now until it turns into something else and then it'll turn, it just keeps going and going, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like none of these things are definitive that will actually end anything so it's the weight of it. It just lessens each time and they, there's a, a trick they did the timeline a little bit straighter this time they were trying to trick us last year mm-hmm. it was like we didn't know that it was separate timelines until it was over so they're more straight with that this year but there's a different trick they're pulling I won't ruin it because it's going into the finale and stuff but it's tricks that they pull too often that again lessens the weight each time it happens
0: oh wow okay yeah I just I don't know I I, I, I like that the, the the characters even though they're robots you know they are now sentient yeah. so you, you can Root for them, but there's n- almost none to root for because most of them are, are bad and they're doing awful things. But I will say, I'm really enjoying James Marsden this year as Teddy, yeah, yeah. because his nice guy, lawman Teddy, has taken an interesting turn this year, so mm-hmm. he's really getting to flex his acting chops. And uh, all I can really say about it without spoiling it is, I think he'd be good in as a Terminator.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the actors are all really good, and it looks phenomenal it's probably the best looking tv show out there yeah but it's just a shame that there's just there's, it's winding itself up in so many twists and turns that it's just almost impenetrable to try and like follow what's happening.
0: And I, we only got about thirty seconds left. Where is this place on the planet? Because there are multiple parks. They must have this like a, a landmass the, the size going, of a country.
1: The going theory is a island in the South China Sea. Because whenever they are on land, you assume it's sort of nearby, and it, all the street signs are in Chinese.
0: Oh, okay. But, right we,
1: but we also don't know when it is.
0: Very good. That's all the time we have. I'm Brad. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. Subscribe to the podcast on Google Play or iTunes. And remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother.